Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church. As always, it is my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you and to just see what God's Word has to say to us today. If you are joining us today and would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, please go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You can find all the information you need there about who we are as a staff, what we believe as a church, where you can find us on a map, as well how to give directly to the New Horizons ministry that we might keep reaching people for the gospel. And if you give, please understand that everything you give 100% goes directly back into this ministry so that we can continue uh, advancing the gospel by means of radio and internet. So thank you in advance for any gifts that you give. Today, we're going to continue looking in the book of Mark, and we're going to be in Mark chapter 10, verse 42 through verse 45. Now, what we're going to find in verse 45 is really what we would consider the linchpin of the book of Mark. It is really a summary of the entire book and the mission of Christ. It is uh, really considered the pivotal point, the key verse in the book of Mark. Now, we're going to get to that here in just a moment, but we're going to read what is uh, in front of that in order to fully grasp the understanding of what Jesus is saying here in Mark 10, 45. Understand that we are still in that same context of Jesus predicting his death and James and John asking to sit on his right and his left in his glory and the other disciples being indignant because they didn't think to ask the question first. And in that context, Jesus now speaks and he says, you know those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles dominate them. And their men of high positions exercise power over them. But it must not be like that among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must become your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be a slave to all. Friends, this is absolutely a different paradigm than what we see inside of humanity. Just listen to this following story on Alexander the Great. So when Alexander the Great was dying, he was asked by his closest collaborators about his will. They wanted to know how he was going to dispose of his vast empire. His closest followers gathered together and they asked Alexander, to whom do you give your kingdom? Because they were interested to find who would inherit his coveted prize. And Alexander said, I give it all to the strongest. And then he said, I want there to be a great funeral contest over me. And then his eyes closed forever. Alexander said, if you want to know who will inherit all my possessions and all my kingdom, then have a contest and see who's the greatest. See who's the strongest. See who's the most valiant warrior of them all. 
And when you identify that individual, give that individual my kingdom. It's a kingdom about power. And friends, the the heart of man is set on power. We are searching for position, for plaudit, for praise. Why? Because our hearts are set on evil. Our hearts are set on wickedness. And so we want notoriety and we want vast influence and we want kingdoms and we want all of these things. And Jesus says to them, guys, listen, if you want to be great, be the least of all. And if you want to be first, be a servant of all. Don't you see how Jesus' concept is so much different than Every other concept that's out there and every other great quote-unquote teacher or leader or uh, ruler that's ever come along that, that they're so consumed with power. And here's what's so interesting about this. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the one who spoke creation into existence. This is the second person of the Godhead. This is the God of glory. So if anyone had authority, if anyone had power, if anyone could have demanded worship at that moment, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. But here's the thing about Jesus. You know, he never asked us to do anything that he himself was not willing to do. And Jesus summarizes his mission in verse 1045. He says, for even the son of man. For even the Son of Man, the you know me, the, the one who has authority, and the one who has power, and the one the angels worship, the one the angels minister to, the Son of Man, even him. He did not come to be served, but to serve. And in fact, the entire book of Mark up to this point has been just one instance after another of how Jesus came to serve sinners. He came to serve humanity. He came to show us his goodness. He came to demonstrate his power. He came to preach to us and teach us how we might be reconciled to God through repentance in the God, through repentance and the gospel, the good news and And so Jesus has come to serve. Not even the Son of Man came to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. The word ransom in the Greek is the word lutron. And it literally means the price of redeeming or to liberate many from misery and the penalty of their sins. Friends, let me remind you that Jesus in John chapter 8 says that anyone who sins is a slave to sin. You have been bound in shackles and chains. Let me remind you that Paul said the wages of sin is death. There is a price that has to be paid for sin. And that price is death. So you are bound in chains. You are walking headlong to death. But Jesus comes to pay the ransom. 
Jesus comes to pay the price, the price that you deserve because of your sin. The wage is death. But Jesus, the one who knew no sin, became sin for us that he that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So Jesus comes and Jesus pays the price. Jesus pays the ransom. And because Jesus pays the ransom, now the chains of our slavery to sin are broken. We are free. We are liberated to walk in him through his goodness and his grace because through Christ Jesus, we've been set free and reconciled to a holy God. Jesus came not to serve, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And friends, that ransom has been paid for you today. And so I encourage you to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ that you might be saved. And so friends, since the price has been paid, all that is required of you is to come by faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if that's you today and you want to be saved, would you just go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net, and let us know of your desire to follow Jesus. We want to come alongside of you in your walk with faith. If you want to be saved today, just repent, confess the Lord Jesus Christ, and be saved. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, listen, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you next time on New Horizons. God bless.